0: Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. And I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who read, readers who write, and and everyone everyone who who loves words. We're excited, of course. Yes. (laughs) Every summer we pick kind of a, a bigger story to talk about. Last year, we talked about Marvel, and this year, we are talking about The Lord of the Rings, and so we're very excited. We've been looking forward to this for a while, planning to talk about it for a while, Um, and we're just going to dive into all the things. So over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about that, and yeah, thanks for joining us. We're excited.
1: Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) But also, like, it's the feeling of kind of like okay, like, this is so huge and yes. such a personal story, I think, for both of us, that it's kind of, like, excited and nervous. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, there's so much we could talk about with us. So yes, absolutely. We thought we'd try to kind of narrow it down a little bit, and we thought we'd start with just kind of sharing our story with Lord of the Rings, or kind of when we were introduced to it, and yeah. what that looked like, and our connection to it personally.
1: Absolutely. Do you go first? I will. Um... What's funny is I know both of our stories and they are different and I love that and my story with it I was I think towards the end of high school when it came out um or probably right at the beginning of college and my sister was like let's go see the fellowship of the ring and I had heard of the hobbit I read it maybe once in the eighth grade but I didn't know that there was a con- you know connected yeah. story. I it hadn't clicked into my radar at all, and so I'm like, okay, I don't really know what this is. I kind of went without any frame of reference at all, and I'm That's
0: a lot to just walk into, right?
1: I had no idea what I was expecting, but coming into Fellowship from that film, it actually does a really great job of popping you in the world um, and kind of introducing you into it through its narration. I loved every minute of it and I had to devour the books afterwards. And it then came, I, I think, you know, stories find us yes. and they sometimes find us exactly when we need them. And that's, I think this one found me exactly when I needed it. It was at that changing time when you're kind of going off and trying to figure yourself out, um, figure out what you care about, who you are, um, all of those really big and really difficult and complicated questions. And it was something that really foundationally, I think, was important to me as I read through it. And as I then Watch the films, which I believe that we sat in lines say,
0: see them together for two. At least some of them yep. together, yeah. Like,
1: I think we waited in lines yeah, for I both realized. the two towers yeah. and um, for the Return of the King. Yeah. And it was such fun, like a couple, you know, good significant oh, yeah. chunk of hours where we just hung out and talked with other people and I, I think we had a very like significant group like of Yeah, you know, I was trying to
0: remember who was with us, but I know it was My, just the two my sister
1: Anne was for the Return of the King. Your brother, I think, was there yeah, for fine. one or both and he brought friends and we would all just sit around and talk like movies yeah. and it that those memories are so like
0: yeah.
1: important. And then the the words from it you know, even like the "all that is gold does not glitter" and not all those who wander are lost. And I know we hear that, you know, especially the second part of that, so often. But there's yeah. so many things there that I think that I mean, ask you to look at things. Like at that point, yeah,
0: it wasn't so over, over- right? Quoted, yeah, so it really like, oh, <laughs> it wasn't on every like yeah.
1: every tote bag and yeah. <laughs> and bookmark. And and I do think that there's a lot there that really connects to those questions and, yes. and th- those times of life.
0: Yeah, and figuring things out and in a new space and time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
1: And kind of afraid. Like, yeah. uh, there's a lot of people in the Lord of the Rings that are that know what they need to do, yeah. but are afraid to step out and do it. Yeah. And you kind of get to sit there with them as they go through that struggle.
0: I love that. I had kind of Mm -hmm. forgotten that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know we've talked about it before, but I I didn't remember that. Yeah, so my story is kind of, yeah, very different, like you Mm -hmm. said. My dad, um, for a while, I don't think he's it anymore, but he used to read Lord of the Rings every few years, or basically every other year Mm -hmm. um, for a while, and so when I was maybe, I must have, I was, Younger than ten, <laughs> we were in New Jersey, so mm-hmm. I know I was younger than ten and older than seven. <laughs> so sometime in that range, um, he read the whole series aloud to us. So *Hobbit* all the way through. I guess we didn't do this normally, but um, and he would do voices and like. And my dad, at that mm-hmm. age, like he worked a lot, like he yeah. was gone a lot, traveling and just not around. And so when he was around, like that's kind of one of my biggest childhood memories of him is him reading *The Hobbit* to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and just getting so into it, like he would, I mean, you know my dad. He's, yes, it's a little hard to picture him like doing voices. And, like he's I he's a know. performer,
1: though. yeah. He does I... have some
0: of that. That's true. <laughs> but he's like, I don't. He's a little bit reserved. Maybe, it's or, true. Yeah. Um, and so they're just some of my favorite childhood memories with him, and as and just in general as a kid. So mm. I remember when the movies came out, like seeing the preview ahead of time and just like freaking out (laughs) just like what they're making a movie yes give this to me now (laughs) take my money yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) just being so excited um and I felt like even even with the changes they made like those three really lived up to what I wanted from them and yeah and it was just a delight to watch them I agree like we were kind of at that age where it meant a lot. It did, for sure. Um, I remember constantly quoting it on my Zanga page. Yeah, me, me too.
1: Oh, Zanga. Thank <laughs> yes. you for that. Thank you. That's a gift. A call back. Yep, yep. <laughs> now you know how old we are. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then when Thaddeus was um, he was probably like eight or nine when he and I read The Hobbit together. Yeah. And that was really significant too. It was just a, it was just a fun thing to get to share with him. So yeah, yeah, I feel like it's been at very very different points in my life has been really meaningful.
1: Yeah, and we actually just read The Hobbit with the kids. Yeah. Um, my kids are 8 and 10, mm-hmm. and Aaron's like, when can we do Lord of the Rings? And I'm really yes. through them, like, maybe another couple of years, maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we started Lord of the Rings, I think it might have been right after The Hobbit, and yeah. it was just a little... Like he just had a hard time staying focused. That's, there's just yeah. a lot going on, and and in the books too. Like there's things they cut in the movie, but there's like a lot of yes. funny trails and little like extra things. Absolutely. In the books and stuff. And so for for a young kid, it was just a little too much.
1: Absolutely. Um, so. Well, and that's that is the difference between I think the Hobbit and the the Lord of the Rings yes. is the Lord of the Rings. It is this epic. Yes. I mean, it's Count of Monte Cristo because really. Mm-hmm. Although we talk about it as a trilogy, it's it's really one story yeah. that's not it's more part huge one <laughs> epic story. It's totally and part epic. three. Yeah. Absolutely. It's that epic yeah. tale and it it's just a lot. Yeah,
0: it is. And I think the Hobbit in comparison is much more contained. Yes. think like it still has this kind of epic adventure quality to yes. it, but it isn't really an epic tale, you know, like it's um the pacing is faster and things like that so it's, it's much easier for, for a young kid
1: absolutely and I think also that there's a lot of overt things that are intense about The Hobbit and that yes. keep you engaged yes. and here when they go off on a bunny trail like it has a purpose and a point yes. that later that may pay off sure. but <laughs> you have to go through so much work to get there yes. and I was as I was rereading The Fellowship mm-hmm they are still in the Shire at oh, 120 yeah. pages. Yeah. And it takes 17 years from when Bilbo leaves the ring to Frodo for anything to happen. Yeah. And it almost feels like that timeline kind of, it takes away some of the tension and, yeah, and <laughs> some of the, um, kind of the urgency, urgency yes, yeah. of, of all of that. Yeah, which is an interesting
0: choice. It is. I think it's not something I, like I would have recommended yeah. to do. <laughs> stretching a timeline like that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. But it's funny how it's still, it, it still, it still works. works. <laughs> there are so many kind of strange things about this story where you look at it and you're like, that is an interesting work. choice. Yeah, yeah. Even even the viewpoint, mm-hmm. um, it tends to kind of go all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's very much kind of in that omniscient narrator kind of perspective and he kind of jumps around even into at one point a fox like there's a random fox (laughs) in the shire that he (laughs) jumps into the head of and it's just it's just kind of strange but it all of that does work in that we don't get too much of someone's point of view which this is kind of a broader tale than just frodo's story i think
0: especially for an epic like this it Mm. makes sense to have that zoomed out lens yeah um but it is so counter current trends yes and and so it does take like a shift in mindset almost to go back and read it and um when you're used to kind of these faster more intense more close perspectives
1: Uh, absolutely and and even sometimes knowing like where the lens is in the mm-hmm. in the place that you're in, that it can be a little disorienting, mm-hmm. ab- absolutely. Like, because you are in that, as you said, the zoomed out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're even handed pieces of information that are f- related to the future, that are this character never comes here again. Yeah, and it's
0: kind of foreshadowing. It like, is, it's, it's Definitely omniscient. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and it's an interesting way to kind of, also increase weird questions like some places it actually gives us information that someone is going to survive the telling of whatever this is but in a couple places there's actually one place where they it he says or the narrator says that aragorn never goes to Lorien again like he never will go he never steps foot in it again and so that brings up the question is like oh like Mm-hmm. Is something going to happen mm-hmm. and I I think it both works and it might like also in other places
0: so in some places it not. adds to yeah. <laughs> the curiosity in another place it's it like doesn't yeah
1: um but it is interesting that how that can be used mm-hmm. to be able to kind of create those moments of okay. intrigue mm-hmm. um especially with Aragorn I think that allowed for some concern on his behalf definitely leaning in yeah
0: (laughs) wanting to know what's going to happen
1: absolutely from the like even the beginning the prologue is kind of strange too where it's talking about concerning hobbits and talking Mm -hmm. about their habits and kind of setting you in there and but also setting us within our world and Mm -hmm. like suggesting that hobbits are still around but they they potentially hide themselves so well Mm -hmm. that we don't notice them I thought that was an interesting choice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, he does a good job, I think, in general, setting us into the world and like yeah. with the world building. It is so complex. Like yes, there's so much depth and layers, and I mean, you know, it took him years to like come up with it all. Makes sense. It. sense. Like, <laughs> yes, it makes sense. Um, but like yeah. generally, I have very little patience for that. Yes. But this is one of the few stories that I feel like. I love that it like sets you into that hobbit world and you get this like totally different yeah different place different thing and having that Mm -hmm. little connection to the real world does kind of give it an extra little Ooh, I think especially as kids you know you still kind of want to believe that there are these things out there that are other and right different yeah
1: and it almost starts then to become your history because of it um even, even though it's not it kind of you get that kind of false sense of like listening to it leaning in because oh this is what's come before and as you said like with all the work that he did and his world building which is probably one of the greatest examples if not the greatest examples of (laughs) like thoroughness in world building with creating languages languages and, and written and spoken and lore and history and you know this person begat this person one of the greatest things there's a part in the like introduction to my copy yeah. that says that he promised an appendix as part of like the two towers and he never was able to do it like he it was uh, not as part of that one because he just had like so much he wanted to put in and he ran out of time which was so relatable <laughs> Me laugh but I read that I'm like, oh he did it too. Like <laughs> uh, I was just
0: gonna say, that to
1: you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: i <laughs> kind of deep dive into research and background. i get
1: getting, getting lost and, and, lost and, and yeah. And be like, I'm going to do this by this time and be like, nah, it's not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> uh, very fun. Absolutely. Well, we, this is just our, our starting place. Um, so we're excited to keep diving in. Next week, we will continue this conversation and kind of talk a little bit more about the comparisons between the books and the movies and mm. all of that. So yeah. join us again next week, and we hope you keep reading and writing and putting your work out into the world.